0: I've had over forty pizzas in the last thirty days. Stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come.
1: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Dick here with another episode of Podcastrophe. This is Podcastrophe, episode 155. And I'm here with Mr. Nick Maxson.
2: How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. You said 155 with such confidence. Uh,
1: and there wasn't a lot of confidence there before I said it either.
2: No, when <laughs> you when said, said it, it a moment <laughs> before. Yeah.
1: Because I I mean it's either 154 or 155. I'm pretty sure it's 155.
2: I like I like the double fives. They look good next we're, to each other.
1: We're making our way through the the hundreds.
2: It's it's, <laughs> it's really nice. T- it's
1: taken two years to three years to do it.
2: <laughs> it's the consistency. It. You gotta yeah. just it's gotta
1: grind those numbers. Once COVID hit, like the consistent, like I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a break for a while. I can't have anybody over. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chill oh my god we have so much tangle going on
2: it's okay i got it figured out
1: but uh yeah i was like man there's there's so much there's so much i can't do right now I might as well just chill take a break so i'm not burnt out on this thing and then we went back and i i still had dave linder as my co-host and after a while i was like i don't know if i want to keep doing this with a co-host yeah and it's
2: hard doing it with a co-host
1: it, it can be uh especially if like they can't make it right and, you're like oh shit and then there's i've always had somewhat a bit of uh like anxiety about doing it like one-on-one like like we're doing right now uh so like if like a co-host couldn't make it and i didn't have like a second person to bounce stuff off of
0: yeah i'm like oh shit (laughs) i'm capable of this i
1: have to communicate with another human being (laughs) by myself social interaction (laughs) yeah and it's so it's like "Ah, i don't i don't think we're gonna be able to do it today that's weird all right. No, uh, I feel
2: that it's been hard coming out of the COVID cocoon.
1: Yeah. And, and the whole thing, the, the, the funny thing is, is when it was going down, I was like happy as hell. Like, I'm like, I was built for this. Yeah. Like social, no more social in- interaction. Like I can stay in the house all the time and it's not frowned
2: upon. Yeah. We're not as social as we like, as we think we are. Yeah. Like I, I like, you know, as someone who plans events, Yeah. like I really, uh, I like bringing people together, but yeah, when COVID hit and I got to just chill, yeah, it did feel like a vacation. And then I just, I guess the, the vacation from podcasting turned into a, a retirement.
1: Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I it, as soon as I broke away from my schedule of basically doing it every Wednesday, uh, and then it, I was like, all right, now I'm going to come back. And then I did it so inconsistently and then. More like I, I just had more and more responsibilities start building up, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, now it's just I got to do it whenever I can. And then whenever I had time to do it, I was like, I don't know if I feel like doing it.
2: No, I'm tired now, yeah, yeah. Because then I bought the food truck shortly yeah, yeah. In, into COVID, so it was like, I got no time at all anymore,
1: <laughs> which is awesome that like I managed to get you today. like been we've been it talking worked out about, nicely, yeah, like we've been talking about doing a happy fun metal time forever, which is what you're kind of gonna get today.
2: It's gonna be so a little s- a super heavy metal podcast uh, oh, yeah. podcast trophy which is
1: great because I've been wanting to talk about a lot of a lot of music maybe not not necessarily 100 percent metal because I want to talk about Lincoln Park and the Meteora 20th anniversary oh yes um but yeah, a lot of metal music coming out I mean we just the other day. Metallica dropped.
2: I still haven't listened. Oh my god! I know. I mean,
1: you've at least listened to.
2: I listened some, to the first most. single. You've only listened to that one. I'd like to. I'd like to keep it. Uh, That's you know, fair. At arm's length. That is super fair. Um, with a band like Metallica,
1: yeah, it's um, it's it's a good album. I think it's definitely they've definitely um found a pocket in their style. So like they're 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 continuing on with the hardwired style, but it's more refined and yeah,
0: nice.
1: <laughs> it's instead. I mean, plus we can't talk about it too much. I mean, we have we. Well, have...
2: see, I don't have much to say right now. Well, so
1: I even if you did, even if I did, you can't because guess what? We got to rank them all to do.
2: We got we got a couple um. We have a lot of rank them malls to do. We do have a lot of rank and malls to do. We've got a new Metallica. We've got a new BT band we still haven't done. And it's coming up on two years old. We really wanted to digest it. Yes. And
1: we definitely did.
2: I've definitely given it several hundred spins by now. Hell yeah. That's the way it should be. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about colors too yeah not ready to talk about uh 72 seasons 72 seasons is that a ref so how many years is that that's 18 years i think it's supposed to be i that's think four it's four seasons three. a year okay so i'm way off on that. you are way off so that's what 36 okay four seasons a year 72 no yeah wait no it's so not 36 18 so four times we're 18. so dumb Four
1: times <laughs> I, we have calculators.
2: It's mid afternoon, and I have already done all my math for the day. Eighteen. It's eighteen. Eighteen, 18 years. Why? Why I, is it called that? This is something that we will have figured out by the time we record. I think. Rank them all. Metallic. Seventy-two seasons edition.
1: It was James's idea. He's talking about like this this growth, the growth that occurs between birth and. When you turn, when you become a legal adult, I guess. Huh? Yeah. I mean, he, he had a tumultuous life or childhood. So he's an old man now, I guess. Yeah, he is. He's very old. (laughs) Like it's really starting to show and he's, and he's really starting to get self-conscious about it. Like he's broken down on stage, like, oh, yeah, feeling it. He is. He's grandpa. Like he's grandpa head. Now he is. That's funny. I've always liked the Papa Hat, like, stage of his life. It's been great.
2: Yes. (laughs) I'm excited to see him um, here this year. Yeah. In the year of our Lord, 2023. Because probably, I mean, they're definitely, they're way over the hill. They're probably near the bottom of the hill. Yeah.
1: Lars says that they can probably go another 10 years. (laughs) He says, yeah.
2: I don't know about that, but the style of music they play. It's not like you're fucking Jimmy Buffett up there. Or, yeah. You know, right? I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right now they can still get up there and they can still rock. I don't know if I want to see Metallica sitting on stools.
1: Yeah. It was bad enough seeing Dusty do it at the color show, uh, no, the great Mr. X show we went and saw. Yeah. But it was he's, he's got
2: issues. He's got some problems. He's got
1: some health issues.
2: So He didn't even go on this European tour. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He gets a pass. He gets well, a pass.
2: It hurts. Yeah. Hope you hope you get better, Dusty. I hope he does too. I, <laughs> I was does. about to say, "R.I.P. Dusty." Like, he's not <laughs> dead. <laughs> How, have
1: you listened to the glass casket stuff? I Just a single. I haven't. It's good. I I need to. I need to. It's uh, um. I'm I'm really trying hard to uh not listen to as many podcasts now. I'm trying to get back into listening to music regularly. Yeah. Uh. I feel like it for my own like mental stability
2: on yeah, it, top. It feels of, good.
1: Yeah. It feels good to listen to music. It feels, it feels good to have music stuck in my head again. Yeah. Like I said, uh, there's the, 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 the one of the singles that they released from 72 seasons was if darkness had a son. Yeah. And the, the chorus goes, if darkness has a son, had a son, here I am. And for whatever reason it gets stuck in my head if darkness had if darkness had a friend, <laughs> here I am and then I get Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> I,
2: I love a good misheard lyric.
1: <laughs> it's it's not even a misheard lyric, it's just my dumb ass uh. saying it saying it wrong in my head. Um and it, it's just it sounds so much happier that way, I guess. I don't know. Darkness had
2: a friend. Yeah. Had me this, this
1: album's very chuggy. Ooh. It's, it's it's very chonky and sludgy and
2: just some fucking cottage cheese,
1: <laughs> and like Lars is just pounding on those toms like the whole way through. It's, How's his snare? It's not the Saint Anger snare. It doesn't sound like a garbage can. No garbage. No can. garbage can. He hasn't had that for several albums now, but it's still worth the threat. It's, of it's it, worth asking. The threat of it coming back is always imminent. <laughs> it's
2: a non-zero possibility that you're always on Defcon Seven. <laughs> you never know. He is a man of culture who could decide at any time to go retro, and you know. And it's large, so yeah, it's it's very it's it's a
1: very po- big possibility. Like it's two minutes to midnight. Midnight being that <laughs> always <snare. laughs> the, uh, the return of the Saint Anger snare. Jesus, the Stanger
2: snare. I'm trying to work on a tennis elbow joke, but I'm I'm coming <laughs> up short. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, he he is an avid tennis player,
2: or was. I don't but, even know the status of his tennis playing anymore. Yeah,
1: because he was he was a big tennis player before Metallica.
2: Like he I, he played. Yeah, I don't know how good he was. That's true. I don't know either. <laughs> <clears throat> no, yeah, that's what. See, I, I was working on it. It was too early to bring up. <laughs> Maybe by the time we get to rank them all, yeah, Metallica seventy-two seasons edition, I, I will wait. have figured out the Lars tennis elbow joke.
1: I, I definitely want to, like, uh do, like, a bingo card. Ooh. Uh, like, do bingo cards and, like, for, like, isms that we do. Yes. Like. I like that. How many times am I going to say, yeah, it was good? <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Ten. Right. Or uh, how many <laughs> times Nate's going to say angular? Angular. <laughs> <laughs> angular riffs. My riff was angular, man. <laughs> and how many times Brandon's going to get. Tangential me. to the rhythm. <laughs> How many times Brandon's gonna go like off in some like long story about like whatever the song's about?
2: <laughs> it Brandon adds so much he context. He really does. Context king.
1: It, it, he really is the context king the, context and context me he, daddy. Th- there's a reason we call him Brandopedia. Like Brandopedia. He knows, he knows it.
2: I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like someone who comes prepared. Dude, with he, chamber he loaded,
1: if, yeah. If if you work with him, he is just you. You can ask him about anything, and he'll he'll basically tell you like right on the spot. He's the guy. He is. He's quite a guy. I mean, most of his knowledge is like delegated to like games, uh, politics, history, movies, shows.
2: A man of culture.
1: Yes. <laughs> if you ask him, he'll know it. You can just, hey, what was that one actor in this one movie that's, that's totally obscure? Oh, that's so and so.
2: Nice. Weird. That should be a segment on the podcast where we call Brando at random, <laughs> ask him a random question, see if he knows it. Nice. Let's get Brando on the line.
1: I can do that now. That's the best thing about this fucking roadcaster. Roadcaster. I can I can literally like lightning cable my my phone to that and make a phone call. That's sweet. Yeah. Or I can, if I'm plugged into my computer, I can FaceTime people in. It's nice. It's really nice. It's, it's been, and it, it's made, it's made doing, um, doing like, uh, on like live streams and, uh, internet interviews so much easier.
2: Yeah. So yeah. We we'll utilize that for the happy fun metal times, which hopefully we get our asses yeah. back in gear. Yeah. Be, it, I mean, it's, that's been,
1: that's been at least two years since we did one. We have, yeah. the, we have the lost episode. There's a lost episode? There's a lost episode. The day that we recorded the intro episode for Breaking Benjamin, Rank Them All. Yeah. And, and, and me and Brando, and I think maybe Zach. Uh, Zach had to have been there. So
2: like, The we, Lost Breaking Benjamin, Rank Them All. The whole series. <laughs> yeah, I, I have that, but the... Um, I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying, like, yeah. oh, man, old Breaking Benjamin, Rank yeah. Them All.
1: And we have three albums left.
2: Yeah. We gotta work on it. Yeah, three I just heard Break Amendment today on the radio. Yeah, nothing new but mm, it was uh I will not bow. I heard that yesterday. On the old ninety three five. Nice. When uh the fiance takes the car, they like to throw on ninety six five or one two nine, which is like the pop stations here yeah, in town for yeah. um So yeah, I've been been listening to the radio more than I'd like. I try to do do you know my due diligence and mm-hmm. turn it the fuck off as soon as i can but i've been listening to a lot of like my high school era music nice i've i go back and
1: i go back in, go back in the, uh every now and then i'm trying to think like i mean especially i mean that perfect segue going and we talk about lincoln park right now there we go like see? i like, especially uh listening to the lincoln park 20th anniversary stuff they and it goes all the way back to the very first episode of Podcastrophy where we recorded that episode a month after Chester's death. Hmm. And we ended up going into great, great detail about or talk discussion about um, like suicide and Lincoln Park and Chester and Chris Cornell because Chris Cornell was just a couple months before that.
2: He just came up in the news today.
1: Yes, he did. Their estate the Chris Cornell Estate and Soundgarden came to an agreement about releasing the unreleased Soundgarden stuff, his final recordings. That'll be cool. It will be. It will be very cool. And that's that'd be cool to like to hear those and maybe that'll get me hyped enough to um, actually listen to more Soundgarden. I've never dove in. Same. So I sure like his voice. He's I got do. a fantastic yeah. voice. Like I've always I've always loved Black Hole Sun. Like <laughs> Dude,
2: that's so really, really the only one I can. Uh, I I have like early childhood memories of that being on the radio in the car. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those you know it brings me back to sitting in the car as a kid in the back seat listening to Black Hole Sun. That, you, you you nailed it on the head. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good that's a good. Mm-hmm. But
1: have have you heard any uh, of those tracks from Linkin Park? Um, the unreleased tracks? No. Are you, they good? You didn't hear, you didn't hear Lost? No. That was the first one they released. Is and it good? They said it was the one that was closest to making it on the album. And hearing it was surreal,
2: to be honest. Because these are... Because so many of those songs are so good. It's like... Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it, the it, songs that were almost good enough are also very fucking good. They absolutely are. <laughs> That's there's, awesome. co-
1: there's like two of them. Out of the five, there's like two of them that I'm like, okay, this definitely didn't need to be there. But it's I'm glad I have it.
2: And it's the twentieth anniversary? Yeah. That's crazy that they
1: waited so long. Yeah. Uh and Meteora was probably my very first uh foray into uh music with screaming.
2: Like Yeah, for sure.
1: I mean I mean I guess it was a little bit on uh in the end. Not actually no, now that I think about it, there's no screaming on that. But I guess I by hearing him go a little harsher. <laughs> In that in the bridge part of in the end,
2: but I think faint was what got me into. Oh it. really? Meteor. I love- Meteora.
1: So I I didn't even touch Hybrid Theory outside of in the end.
2: Yeah, I'd heard those songs for sure, but it was faint when I heard faint. I was like, okay, no meteor. I like this shit a lot
1: now. Meteora was like pretty life changing for me because like I remember hearing Numb and uh, Somewhere I Belong. Somewhere I Belong was the first single, I think. This, uh, so I, I pulled up the 20th anniversary. There are 89 songs. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of demos. Just uh, crazy stuff. Live in Texas is on there. There's a couple live shows. And then there's the, the lost demo, or the lost
2: unreleased tracks. So, Don't Stay, which was a, a banger. Absolutely. Somewhere I Belong, of course. Lying from You. Um, I'm not remembering Hit the Floor. Hit the Floor. Dun, 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 dun. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh my god, that song was heavy. banger. It's easier to write. dude. Yeah, faint. Figure nine. Mm-hmm. I remember figure nine. Breaking the habit from the inside. Nobody's listening. Session. I don't know if I remember Session session.
1: Was just like a little, a little instrumental f- interlude.
2: And then numb, dude.
1: They, they, it's one of those where you don't skip a song. No, not really. I
2: I keep the the intro track and the interlude track off. But, but yeah. okay. So what are these new songs? So we have then we lost. have we have a bunch of live in Texas's, and then we've got there's lost live in Nottingham. I'm trying to find them on here. Sold my soul to yo mama. Oh, so that's the, the demo tracks. That's funny. There's, there's a bunch of
1: unreleased demo tracks on there. I guess they've released them before.
2: Program? But... That's a Meteora demo. That's mm-hmm.
1: yeah, Lost, Fighting With Myself. I got them.
2: It'd be nice if they were like, e- Lost, Fighting Myself, More The Victim, yeah. Massive, and Healing Foot. Yep.
0: Hmm.
1: Lost is for sure the best, yeah. And it, it, they, I guess, Mike Shinoda said it was just that close to being on the record, but they thought it sounded too much like Numb.
2: Damn.
1: But hearing it, like I, I can kind of understand that. But at the same time, maybe it's because Numb's been out so long, and this is so new and fresh to us that, like, I just, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. this should have definitely been on the album, but it's been released now. And because of that, it, it has <laughs> so much more weight to it, I guess. Like, it, like I said, it was very surreal listening to it and then hearing Chester.
2: Right. Like, cause it feels it, like a new song.
1: It, it feels like a new song, but it's in the style that we all loved him in. Right. I'm not, not saying, not knocking anything that came out with after, uh, I but think there's it, something special about Meteora. there is, there really is. And like, so like there, my one of my new favorite pastimes, like before, my favorite pastime was getting on YouTube and watching reactions to Lorna Shore videos. That was a whole thing for a while. Watching
2: people cry to Lorna Shore. <laughs> and now it's was like, that more than like an afternoon for you? <laughs> was that like a, a days or a weeks worth? A lot. There's a lot.
1: <laughs> people uh, now were... it's like watching people cry to Lincoln Park. <laughs> it's like ugh. people be crying, man. Yeah, it, but. like this music like connected with so many people including myself yeah like and, and it was during a time when like I was kind of falling out of favor with my family or at least I thought I was like I wasn't getting the best grades that I was previously and I was kind of doing my own thing as opposed to what my family wanted me to do you were breaking the habit. I was, I was breaking the habit. I was, I was breaking out of the mold that they had put me in, and uh, and so like I, I, really connected with this music and all its sad boyness. <laughs> it is a little bit sad boy. Yeah, a little sad boy.
2: What? When did it come out?
1: Two thousand three. Two thousand
2: three.
1: April two thousand
2: three. I was a young man then. I was eleven, I think. Damn. Twelve. Ninety three? I was I was born in ninety one, so if it was in two thousand three. I was twelve
1: and I can't uh, so I turned thirteen that year, but
2: I was twelve at the time, yeah. Yeah, I remember I mean, that was a good time for music. It really was. There's a lot of good stuff coming out then. Um two thousand three. I remember Nickelback was huge on
1: the radio, but um at the same time Lincoln Park was huge on the radio.
2: That was right around when I was starting to, like, get into music. Uh, Instead of, like, shit that was just on the radio. Yeah. I was, like, seeking out bands. Like, oh, wait. It was
1: another, it was probably another couple years before. Because I think it was, like, yeah, it was 2005 where I started, like, venturing into music on my own. I mean, uh, let's see, 2003 to 2004, that's when I discovered, uh, that's when I actually started getting CDs from my friends. And so I got Meteora. I got a bunch of Good Charlotte.
2: Good I think I just, Charlotte. I think
1: I literally just stuck with Good Charlotte and Meteora for like the longest time in D12
2: World. I had D12 <laughs> World. D12 World is on the CD wall. Fuck yeah. Um, man, that could be that could be a whole part of of the podcast is just looking at that fucking CD yes. wall. There's crazy shit on there. There's crazy shit. There's a bunch of local and underground shit. There's there's a, I can see a motionless and white CD from here. Can you imagine me buying a motionless and white CD? Absolutely not. I right. Cannot. Isn't that wild?
1: I, I, no. That, that, that's... What the fuck? Right. I, out of left field. That's like
2: you picking up Riot from... <laughs> um. Or, or was that Riot? I That CD's over there. You're talking about... Uh, Pull it for my valentine. Well, when did I stop... I probably don't have any both my Valentine past Scream Aim Fire. That was probably when I stopped. That's for the best. When I, I mean, stopped purchasing. I still listened, and then... Fever was okay. I probably have Fever. Fever was okay. I'm okay. not going to knock it. I think Fever was when I bought, and then I go, I'm not buying another one. Because Scream Aim Fire was good. It was oh, Yeah. I like Scream Aim Fire. I can look
1: back on Scream Aim Fire. I didn't
2: like it at the time. But I, I did could, I, I really did. Look I think that was... That was the first one that came out like when I was ready for them. Okay. Him. okay. When, so I listened to them. See, I liked the Poison. The Poison was amazing.
1: More so, I liked a lot of the singles off of Poison. Uh, So when Scream Aim Fire came out, it was kind of a departure from that sound. And I didn't... I it just didn't...
2: I thought it was a, a maturation, too. Uh,
1: it, I can see that.
2: I thought it was the next level up. Because that had, like... Uh, Scream Screaming Fire was pretty good. Um... Was that Heart Heartburst Heart into yes, Fire? Was I that love on? that song. Yeah, that's a, that's amazing. Yeah. Scream and Fire had a lot of good ones. Fever was like, ooh, what are we doing, boys? And then yeah, I think after that was Riot, wasn't it? Riot! Yeah. Shout out to Brett Maxwell. I know how much he loves Riot. I got I I have to look
1: up. Okay. So what what all was on screen? Because I feel like there was another song on Scream Aim Fire that I was like. Screaming Fire was a banger. Okay. Hearts burst into fire. Waking the demon.
2: Waking the demon. Forever
1: and always. That's the one I was thinking of. So I've always liked their like ballad
2: songs. Eye of the Storm is good. Disappears okay, is good. Okay. Say goodnight is good. Okay, yeah.
1: I'm looking at the poison right now. Oh no.
2: Poison. Oh, up. jeez, you can't play that
1: man. Oops. Uh the intro song says featuring apocalyptica. I had no idea of that.
2: I, that sounds like something, because there's some apocalyptic over on the wall too. I was into the, I was into them quite a bit. I,
1: I, I like that album they did with, uh, like several different vocalists.
2: Four words to joke upon. Tears don't fall. Suffocating under words of sorrow. I don't remember hit the floor. All these things I, I liked hit the floor. I don't remember room. I don't remember. Maybe I don't know if I remember the poison. Yeah, I don't remember the. The end is pretty good. Um. They, okay, they do have... Okay,
1: I was worried that Apple didn't have a Hand of Blood EP. <laughs> <laughs> Which has oh two of my favorite uh Bullet From <clears> My <throat> Valentine songs. Uh, Curses and Just Another Star. Yeah, so there's Hand of Blood and, and then... And Hand of Blood's fucking awesome too. <laughs>
2: I remember, I I remember my old roommate like learned that on land. guitar. It was
1: the coolest thing.
2: Let's see here.
1: However, the one thing, the one thing they did that like pissed me off way before I ever listened to uh, Temper Temper was uh, they covered uh, Domination by Pantera. It was just wretched. Yeah, <laughs> like, I hated it <laughs> so much.
2: So but bad. maybe,
1: maybe that was just like the Pantera fan in me. Yeah, I was like, don't. Touch this. How
2: dare but, you? And
1: that's because like I've heard a lot of like excellent Pantera covers. So it's doable, but it's just like you guys are not the ones.
2: <laughs> okay, so Riots on Temper Temper. Yeah. And I so fall, after Along with Tears Don't Fall Part Two. Which was a disappointment. Of course it was. Like, so then yeah. we had Venom. Mm-hmm. Venom, Venom then, was good. Then Gravity.
1: I don't think I listened to Gravity, but Venom was really good.
2: And self-titled.
1: Yeah, I haven't listened to anything after Venom.
2: Oh my god, Tears Don't Fall. Part six Redux. HD remix. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, just a slight little Kingdom Hearts joke for everyone. Uh, oh
1: yeah. There you go. <laughs> Tears Don't Fall, part
2: two point five. <laughs> Jesus. Return to the tears. Return to fall. <laughs> <laughs> Return to fall.
0: <laughs> Damn it.
2: So stupid. Oh, goodness. Yeah, both my Valentine. That, um, that takes you back, huh? Yeah, it really does. We, what else was I... I wasn't to a lot of System of a Down back then, too.
1: Yeah, the System was, like, one of the gateway bands for me, along with Disturbed, Papa Roach. Because I, I just got I got a mixed CD. Some, a friend made me a mixed CD.
2: Dude, mix CDs used to yeah. be the shit.
1: It had, it had uh, Chop Suey and Aerials. It had Down with the Sickness and Stupefy. at had Last Resort. I don't know what Last else I Resort. had because that's all I played.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones.
1: And then I started, like, I, I, as soon as I discovered Disturbed and I listened to the Sickness, like, on replay for, like, days on end, I started, like, man, I think I like heavier music with some screaming. Yeah. So I started, like, I, and I knew a bunch of bands that, like, my friends liked, like Mushroomhead. Head. Like, I had seen my friends, like, like really, like, always posting about them, always, like, drawing on their, like, books and shit, like the Mushroom Head, like, X-Face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I want to check them out. I like I like that imagery. Yeah. And <laughs> the first song I listened to, it was, like, just crushing guitars, kind of some weird vocal, like, singing vocals, but, like... Overall, I dug it, and then I dug further into them. I'm like, man, this is some weird shit. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, their first show they opened for Guar. That's a pretty good start. In '92 or '93. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then there was a the whole feud with Slipknot because of masks.
2: Masks. Yeah. Well, Slipknot. I love beef. Okay. Bam beef.
1: Slipknot comes in and they actually like they had a lot of similar masks to the masks that were in mushroom head. So like a bunch of mushroom head fans, I guess came to like a slipknot show and like started pelting slipknot with batteries.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. Cause slipknot definitely got more over than mushroom head did.
1: It, it, it all boils down to, I guess uh mushroom head didn't take the roadrunner deal. Hmm. And oh, that's, this is what they say. It's like, we passed up on a deal and they got it. Road <laughs> Ru- roadrunner was looking for that kind of thing. Uh, well, and sure sounds enough, like it was the right deal yeah, to make. Yeah, sure enough, they blew up. So.
2: Mushroom Head could have been a better name than Slipknot. Slipknot's an all right name, though. Mushroomhead, Head, I've always really,
1: I mean, I've always dug the imagery in Slipknot, too, but Mushroom Head has just, like, this real, like, I love their, their, their name font. Mm-hmm. Like, the font their name's in. I love, like, the X-Face logo. All the masks that they use, where they good branding, using. man. Yeah, it yeah. goes a long way. And they 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 change up the masks like nonstop, like every show's different. But they're they they're in such a weird place right now. Like half, like they've had so many member changes. I think, yeah it it's such it's such a rabbit hole to go down with Mushroomhead. But after Mushroomhead, I got into Mudvayne. Mudvayne was pretty almost awesome. almost immediately. Like I I started listening to like Lost and Found. That was the one I listened to a lot. <laughs> yeah. So fall into sleep. Mm-hmm. The, the two songs I downloaded immediately just to try them out were forget to remember and fall into sleep.
2: Was it uh, happy? Yep. Happy was on that one.
1: I think after that, I went to not falling.
2: That's Which, hilarious that he, f- I know yeah. I'm about to
1: say that like last the fact year, that
2: he fell off stage while singing, yeah. not falling first, first tour, first tour. They do in like 10
1: years and like it's going great. It's a great lineup. The crowds are like almost sold out. And he's on stage singing, not falling, and he falls off stage.
2: <laughs> classic yeah. poetry in motion, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wasn't blown away by that performance. Uh, you went, th- you went and saw him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went with Tyler.
1: That's right. I think so. He owes me two concert tickets. Does he? Yes, because I ended up not being able to go because uh, we had a baseball tournament up north. Uh, it was state championships. Damn kids' yeah. tournaments. It was state. Like, we couldn't miss it. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? Don't pay me back. Just get me back on a concert.
2: That'll work. Like, There's a lot of good ones this I'm a, year. I'm
1: okay if it's just one concert. I, I, just pay for it.
2: Yeah. going to uh BTVM's coming back. Yeah. I do really want to go to that. But Parallax 2 tour, baby. I know.
1: I do want to go to it. I might. I still might.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be good.
1: <laughs> it might be one of those things where I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna just jump on this." Like I said, like I said, like I said in our our group chat that you when that was announced, like I was like, I think I used up like all my concert like voodoo for Metallica. Yeah,
2: that's an expensive one.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and Miranda's just like, "Are you kidding me? You're gonna be gone for four days?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm "Like, yeah." Like I'm glad she's like I'm glad you get to do all the fun, get to have all the fun. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> you can have fun too if you want. Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm not, I'm not missing out on another chance to see them. And
2: no, it, it's hell it's gonna, no. It's this gonna, could be the last time. It,
1: yeah, and it's it's Pantera. Like I know, I know that doesn't mean a whole lot to you.
2: Like, yeah, well, sure, but I mean, for I mean, you? Yeah, I'm sure
1: it does. But it, it's not.
2: Yeah, I don't I, care I, as I, much I, as you care.
1: Yeah, Pantera was like something I got huge into. Yeah. I can't say I'm as I'm as big a fan now, even listening back to some of the music. I'm just like, yeah, this doesn't hit me like it used to. But <laughs> and I think a lot. Of, I think the fan base has really done that to me.
2: They've definitely got a very particular yeah. brand of fans. It's. I think it's like all the all the Confederate like flag mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> I was about to say all the camo shorts, but you're wearing camo shorts right this moment.
1: Yeah, that I think that was probably influenced by Pantera. Yeah.
2: It's just part of it, man.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that was a thing before Pantera, but something
2: about their riffs brought about <laughs> camo jeans. <laughs> camo jean shorts, man. Yeah.
1: I'm stoked I'm stoked to see Pantera. I don't even care if it's like the full original lineup. Like I think they're they're doing a great job paying tribute to yeah. the the music because I was listening to I think it was it was either uh, Doc Coyle who used to be in God forbid mm-hmm. uh, he's got a podcast called the X Man it was either his podcast or Chris Jericho's podcast which I try not to listen to anymore because I've I've fallen completely out with Chris Jericho I guess. yeah like. Yeah. He started just spouting about a bunch of right-wing shit out.
2: And oh, like, no. Yeah,
1: well, guess what? He's a Trumper. Well he, does, he doesn't put that out much,
2: but, I mean. Oh, no. Good for him for not using his platform for it, but. Because that would ruin his brand. Yeah. I think it would hurt more than it would help. Yeah, so. Although a lot of people, a lot of, like, the UFC guys lean into that Trump shit. They do.
1: I mean, Rogan. I mean, Rogan's not a Trumper, but.
2: It depends on which day of the week it is.
1: honestly <laughs> like yeah. it's so weird like he shouts out so much uh this fucking this is such an adhd podcast
0: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah but it's so weird how he he'll go from talking about bernie sanders and how he's like the savior of america and then he'll like just start spouting out a bunch of fucking covid
2: misinformation <laughs> <laughs> never mind Ron DeSantis. it's like uh Bernie to Ron DeSantis, huh? Yeah. Hmm. I think he likes Ron
1: DeSantis because Ron DeSantis represents pure unregulated freedom, which I don't agree with. Isn't didn't he get wasn't he part of the Guantanamo torture shit? What? I don't know. I don't
2: know much about Ron DeSantis' past like this last couple years. I'm almost I'm pretty damn sure and I'd be happy to be fact-checked. But I'm pretty sure it came out that he like that was his job he was overseeing a torture program big yikes giant yikes and now he's, he's a turd
1: yeah oh yeah for sure he's a turd <laughs> did you see that interview he did oh okay, okay did you see that interview he did where uh they're like asking him like what's what's your favorite nickname trump's given you no <laughs> and he's like it's meatball ron well they they mentioned meatball ron and he's like, yeah, I don't like that one too much. Uh, I like, I like Ron De Sanctimonious. I don't know how to spell De Sanctimonious, but I like it. And then, and then at the end of it, at the end of saying that, he goes, but at the end of the day, I think the only thing I really want to be called is a winner. <laughs> the dude lacks charisma. He's so. he's a cardboard box,
2: dude. Like
1: mean, he is. It's so bad. He's so bad. It's so bad. But yeah, he's like, as long as you call me winner. Shut up. Shut the fuck up, you and son of a bitch. You're gonna sit there and tell them, okay, so I know what you're doing when you say, I i don't know how to spell the sanct- sanctimonious. It's like, you graduated from Harvard.
2: You're, a, you're a smart dude. You just have he no is. charisma.
1: You have no charisma. You're trying to pander to your fucking redneck base, is what it is. I don't. The thing about. Uh,
2: you're, you're trying to level with them. A lot of times. The whole, you know, being president thing is like lightning in a bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I don't think it's going to happen for him. I don't think so either. He he thinks he's going to wait till 28. It's like not a... Your your moment would have been like... We're talking like alternate universe stuff. That's all we've got here, dude. Because if you... You could have attacked Trump and you might have been doing all right. Or... Ah, uh, Trump could have actually gone to jail for one of these things. That might have helped you, but like you just sitting there doing your best to like, like, n- no, like I'm not even gonna talk about this guy. Like, yeah, no, you're a loser, dude. You ain't got no balls. I have more important things to talk about, like Florida.
1: Not buying it, bro. Yeah,
2: you look like a coward to it's, me. It's
1: just so funny. He hasn't even announced.
2: Cause he's, he's not doing it. Uh,
1: no, he, I mean he might. He might nah. not. I don't care if he does. Whether whether he does or not, uh, Trump still beats him in the polls, regardless. And then if Trump yeah. wins, sorry, we win.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I,
2: I mean, we said that before. We're in a if, lot of trouble on the Democrat side. <laughs> We're in a yeah, lot of trouble. I mean, Joe is but, fucking. We are we are. Uh, what is it? Weekend at Bernie's. Like yeah. that poor dude is holding on by fucking. I don't. I don't want to think. I say, don't think he's going to run again.
1: I don't think he's going to attempt it again.
2: I really hope that someone challenges Kamala then, because Kamala has negative charisma. Yeah, her she infuriates me more than almost like. Not more than anyone.
1: Who's, who's the current person that's announced that's basically going to primary Biden?
2: Uh, Marianne
1: Williams. Yeah. What do you think of her?
2: I, I, I really heard, like Marianne Williams. I haven't
1: heard much about her.
2: She's the best candidate running, for sure, on either side. Okay. But she's also, you know, it's a long shot. But yeah. then Bernie started at 2% in the polls and went on to, get I think, 48, 46 against Hillary. So Marianne is definitely the best. Yeah. Like, she's the next... She's like a... But can she beat Biden? Um, She's Bernie-esque, but... but can uh, she beat establishment? Well, Bernie <laughs> couldn't. But Bernie... The, the thing is, is... If they ran... Like, Bernie was, like, scorched earth against Hillary for the most part. Yeah. And then just totally hands-off with Biden. Um, I think if Marianne went scorched earth against Joe Biden... The way Bernie be cool. the way Bernie did to Hillary, I think that would work. That'd be cool. I don't know if he could beat her though. Because Joe's just got he's people really like him for some reason. Yeah. Like I I don't like him. I don't hate the guy. I mean, he's a shithead.
1: <laughs> like I, he's really bad. I, I don't hate I mean, the, the most shithead thing he's done since he's been office is opening up that uh like authorizing drilling in
2: Alaska, correct? Uh, he owes he owes us all money still. Yeah, he promised us money and then immediately went back on that. Um, he did the whole bullshit about acting like he was going to do something with weed and then didn't. Yeah. Um, minimum wage, but how a lot of this has been. He really, they really fumbled the whole abortion thing. Yeah, the way that they dealt with that. Yeah. Um, but then, fuck. I mean he was there for for obama too and they didn't do nearly enough like when you look back at stats on like how much trump packed the courts like yeah so man, joe that's, that's joe joe could joe could have worked on it when when he came in but he they also could have worked on it when he was there a long ass time ago and we might not be in these same situations that we're in so well, i know there there was the
1: one supreme court justice um that came up that 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 spot came open the, the election year.
2: They're, they've been, Democrats have been totally spineless. Oh,
1: yeah. There's in a, dealing with that shit. There's a reason they're called the do-nothing Democrats. Yeah, they're awful. And now we have the situation where, uh, what's her name over in California? Uh, she's 89. She's missed the last 60 Feinstein? votes. Feinstein? Yeah. She's, met, she's missed the last 60 votes. And she's her, her spot's open next year. We have three House seats opening up because they're running for that spot.
2: You know who they are. Um, I heard she's a senator, so I, I know Rokana talked about it. Yes. Um, but then there were there's another person that pissed me off more than Rokana, Schiff. Schiff, yeah, Adam Schiff, Adam Schiff yeah. And Katie Porter. Katie Porter. So I like Katie Porter. I like Katie Porter. <laughs> Katie Porter would be my choice between the three of them. Rokana, I didn't realize that his wife was like. Uh, like, major millionaire, like, stock trading shit, and apparently he's been part of that. I'm like, because Ro of used to be, at least rhetorically, progressive. Yeah. Um, Katie Porter is the one that, like, yeah. gets up there and fucking fries people during yeah. those panels. And if she runs for that Senate spot, her,
1: or her, uh, house spot is open. She's yeah. not gonna be able to get that back. If she, unless she runs again for it.
2: Yeah, that's the thing once once you once you lose those seats to the corporatists they do the best they can to hold on to that's the
1: thing adam shifts in the running
2: yeah that
1: that that takes her completely out that takes anybody out
2: Hmm. i don't know i don't know i don't know how i mean it's he's i've not i've not heard much about that race in the past for the past few months i was was listening to uh, i remember katie katie um katie porter got out way ahead i remember that I remember, and then I remember shift being pissed off. Like, (laughs)
1: well, what do you expect? You're you're a moderate Democrat.
2: That no one that the people actively dislike because of all the he thinks all the stuff he did with the RussiaGate stuff would like endear him to Democrats. I'm like, and the Trump impeachment. It's like, but dude, that's not the way it worked, man. You you didn't get anything done. Yeah, you realize. (laughs) I was one behind the investigations, and you didn't produce results, so we're not happy. No one's happy with you. (laughs) I didn't think you—the way you handled it in the first place fucking sucked, so the people with actual uh, fucking virtues already don't like you, and the people that you were tricking, you didn't get anything for them either. Y'all just brushed this shit under the rug, like, oh, no, Russia Gate didn't happen. Like, no, no, you definitely—I remember you guys sitting there, walls are closing in. I remember—
1: I, that was before I got into all this. Like I, I stumbled, I stumbled into politics right around the first Trump impeachment. I, mean, I, I've I always, got in. I've always had my opinions, but I never
2: paid attention. I never
1: paid attention to this
2: extent. Yeah, it was the lead up to the 2016. It was Bernie. Yeah, something about Bernie that got me interested because I was probably one of those people that had just heard all the Hillary Clinton jokes, <laughs> and then yeah. it must have been something about Donald Trump being so crazy, like. Oh, the, the fucking some. He's not gonna win. Some reality star who's who roasted those dudes. Yeah, those debates were amazing. So it's a combination of that and then going like, I actually like what this Bernie guy's saying. Hoping he'd beat Hillary. And then you're like, eh. I was certain that Hillary was gonna win because she's the establishment. So yeah. when so then Donald Trump won, I'm like, this. We're living in a fucking in a circus. This shit is totally nuts. And I just kept paying attention. And I wish I hadn't. I don't pay attention as much as I used to. because of the electoral college. I mean. That's a whole nother debate. That's a whole nother thing.
1: But yeah, again, we didn't think How many
2: times have Republicans won in the past? How many times have they won the popular vote in the past three decades? Not many. How many times have the majority of Americans said, I want that guy? I think. Once. I think
1: George Bush. Reagan well Reagan wasn't 30 years ago so because 30 years ago it would have been Bush uh Bush senior uh Clinton then we had Clinton Clinton won the
2: popular vote Obama won the popular vote W Bush did not Al Gore did right that's that's what I'm saying I think he won the popular vote the second time yeah yeah he did because between him and uh uh
1: John Kerry it what was not not a strong candidate whatsoever. I was I w- also. I would like Jamie Raskin to run.
2: I don't know much about Jamie Raskin.
1: He's he's a firecracker.
2: I was hoping for Nina Turner. For oh long, yeah. But she kind of she's fallen off too. Not yeah, I've noticed.
1: She was. Uh, I've I've heard I heard a lot of great things about her from uh, my friend Corey. Um, he's he's the only, about the only person I can really talk politics with anymore.
2: Yeah, I loved Nina Turner when she was uh, advocating for Bernie. Mm -hmm. Then she ran for her own seat and almost won the first time, totally lost the second time. And then her rhetoric was just more, a little softer. I'm like, nope, nope. Do you see what's going on on the right side of the aisle over here? These guys are breathing fire. That is the only way we're going to get shit done. If you go out there and you start fucking telling people what's up and they're all so soft. Mm -hmm. Republicans bad. It's not Republicans bad. It's all of us poor people getting fucked. That's the message. Yes, that's the message. They're bad we're
1: bad, everyone's bad. Well, it's, but... it's it's the fucking culture wars too. It's like can we focus on like real problems? No. It, that requires work. But the but they regular, don't want to do work. Us regular people don't give a fuck about regular problems that they can solve. So in order to get us to vote for them, not us per se, but their base who doesn't give a fuck about actual policy, they have to rile them up with culture war issues.
2: It gets people talking about stuff that doesn't actually matter.
1: Immigrants, caravans, litter boxes, and bathrooms, school bathrooms.
2: I really wish... Transsexual swimmers. I want to start an outrage. <laughs> I want to come up with something that the leftists are doing that's not true, but try to get it on Fox News. <laughs> That would be a fun project, I think. You know, like what do you have in mind? I don't know, but like litter boxes, you know, something like that. Just something that's like that that a Tucker Carlson would be like, okay, we're looking into this shit, and we're and we plant it just right to where they can get the interviews with the right people and think that this is actually happening.
1: Return of the Beer Gay,
2: dude! (laughs) Best meme of the whole thing. There's there's time we're clever enough to do it. Yeah, we're going to well, get our... I mean
1: if Fox News doesn't get taken down by this lawsuit, they're 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 gonna they're going I mean, to the pay out quite a bit. Yeah. But they
2: got a lot of money behind them.
1: They do. Murdoch's got them and he doesn't <sighs> really seem to give a shit that they're they're getting sued for defamation. No. He's like because they just get slapped on the wrist and pay a know. little bit of money. Yeah. But it's and, and it's funny because like None of the Fox viewers Even no.
2: No Like they, they don't Cause they, they're not gonna talk about it
1: No Fuck, uh, fuck CNN And the fake news media
0: God liberals
2: <sighs> Man Politics Politics I didn't think we were gonna get to politics Cast fate today <laughs> <laughs> It's always a good pod, time though I, politics. I like talk I
1: love talking about politics Cause It It I don't get to really flex that muscle very much. Yeah,
2: definitely not. And
1: and it it sucks cuz like I've I feel like I've really developed that quite a bit these last couple years and there's very few people I can really talk to about it.
0: You know, and, I'll and, talk to
1: them and really like get into it with, Yeah. The, and without like it either becoming a fight or just us saying the same exact shit to each other. Yeah. You know, like in a
2: circuit like mm-hmm. Just pandering to each other, essentially. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there's a million different things mm-hmm. to bitch about. <laughs> I've got so much useless political information from all the videos I've watched.
1: Oh yeah, who do you, who do you usually consume? My favorite is probably
2: Secular Talk. Okay. Mr. Kyle Kolinsky. Okay, I and, haven't
1: I haven't listened to him.
2: Um, I like one called uh, Breaking Points. Okay. Which Sam Cedar. No, that's that's
1: that's majority report. I
2: do like Sam Cedar, but yes, majority majority report was Sam Cedar. I like Sam Cedar. Mm -hmm. Um, They're a little more MSNBC light, yeah. Um, But I like Sam Cedar and I like Emma Vivian. But then, um, who's before that? Breaking points. They've got a progressive lady and then a conservative dude. I know what you're talking about, and they they've got a really good dynamic. the Republican guy is not a total piece of shit. Yeah, it's nice seeing like, yes, we do all agree on a lot of things, people. If that's f- why I, if we focus on the things that we get along with, yes, and that's that's why I like that show a lot. Yeah. They used to be.
1: You'll find that like a lot of these issues that people are outraged <laughs> over, you're not even outraged over them.
2: You're getting spun. Yeah, out the outrage. You're just not looking at it the right way. Yeah, what do you what do you listen to? Uh the
1: the main one I listen to is Pacman, David Pacman.
2: David Pacman, yeah. Uh uh
1: YouTube is uh I I go I Brian Tyler Cohen, but he is such a he's like he's a progressive but at the same time he he kowtows Biden administration
2: hardcore. Yeah. Like, and he I can I can't stand that. There is no, there's nothing to there's nothing redeemable about these about this administration like not really like he's and he's
1: interviewed like he's interviewed Biden he's interviewed what? Kamala Harris yeah he,
2: he interviewed Kamala Biden. is one of the worst interviews yeah. she doesn't she can't even word salad like she I've heard
1: her just he's had a lot of good people on there he he gets Jamie Raskin on there quite a bit and what's his show called uh his show it's just Brian Tyler Cohen On YouTube. That name sounds familiar, but... He is, I think, the top progressive, in quotes, uh, YouTube channel. I believe. Bigger than the Young Turks? No, not bigger than the Young
2: Turks, but he's up there. He's been on Young Turks. The name is super familiar. That's
1: the other one I, I watch
2: and listen to is Young Turks. I've fallen out a little with the Young Turks, but I... They, they,
1: they're they just so militant. <laughs> they're... <laughs> they're incredibly militant.
2: They're, they can't decide if they're progressives or if they're Republicans sometimes. Like, some of the stuff they say about homeless people and the police, I get that they're in Los Angeles and they've yeah. got, like, a major homeless problem, but yeah, they sound... But they're the ones that I watched when... I got into politics during the Bernie era. Yeah. Because they leaned heavy into Bernie. They're
1: a more recent acquisition for me.
2: Like and That's when I got into uh, um, uh, Mr. Jimmy Dore. Okay. Who is not a progressive anymore. He pivoted hard, hard right wing and did all the COVID denial stuff. It's so weird how they do that. It's like they're not, they never actually gave a shit about he what was, they were talking about before. The thing is, it's just, the right talking points like he just really leans in democrats are bad which i completely agree with yeah but uh he doesn't have much bad to say about the republicans anymore and it's like okay dude like because he goes like well that's a given which is what i do see sometimes people get confused and think i'm a republican because of how much i should talk to the democrats and it's like oh no i'm not that, one of you that's a given <laughs> they're Republicans terrible we already know that i just want to remind you that these guys are also very very Yeah, and i think that's where a lot of people lose it i wish these guys were better i have no hope for these guys and i'm talking about uh elected officials i'm not talking about republicans like regular ass dudes conservative dudes people that i see every day because i don't see that many complete fucking psychopaths yeah but you're uh um You've got some total psychos in the Senate, in the House that are like that would be happy with stripping women's rights and would be happy with some of them are women. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just totally backwards people that are uh, too far gone. That's my opinion on them. But it's like Ro, Ro could be OK if he tried. You know, yeah. there's some Democrats that could be saved that aren't complete corporatist fucking losers. Yeah. Like you what what? What's his Jamie name? Raskin. Is he one? Of, is he a good one?
1: Yeah, he's he he led. He was one of the the leaders in the uh, January Sixth Commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, his I think his son actually died the day before January Six suicide. Oh jeez. Uh, and he's currently going through cancer cancer treatment. Jeez. But he is still there whenever he can be. He he's one. He pushes back a lot on the Republicans. Nice. He's a fighter, and I, I like him. I like him a lot. He's, See, that's the thing is, I feel like... And he's charismatic, like...
2: We need some charisma yeah, on the he, left, He can wipe the
1: floor with Biden.
2: We just got a bunch of fucking, yeah, dead people. <laughs> it's it's funny, too, because he's...
1: He he presents himself in, as an establishment, dim.
2: But he's
1: a progressive. Nice. He's... And, yeah, like I said, he'll wipe the floor with anybody. He's a constitutional... Um, oh... Lawyer? He, he, he's a constitutional scholar. That's cool. So... Yeah, he knows. He knows something about that he old knows his piece shit of paper. Again, he has no problem pushing back on Marjorie Taylor Green, Lauren Boebert,
2: total Matt psychos Gates. and pedophiles.
1: Yeah, acquitted pedophiles, apparently.
2: Oh, sorry. Sorry for the distinction, folks. Yeah. I, I really... But what about Joe Biden smelling hair? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He shouldn't be smelling hair, but.
1: He shouldn't be doing half the weird, creepy shit he's doing. But at the end of the day, I think he's just an old, he's just an old man, <laughs> just doing weird old man shit. <laughs> let let him put my legs
2: in the pool. Let him put rub my hair
1: <laughs> glistening in the sun. Oh, they love sitting on my lap. Oh, s- please don't say Stop that.
2: Stop speaking, <sighs> please. More Adderall for you, buddy. <laughs> I liked him for the first like four debates of the uh, Democratic primary. He was half asleep, and then when it was just him and Bernie, he just fucking <sighs> all right. <laughs> and they I fucking, never saw any of those. He was half asleep. That's when he said the thing about the record player. Like, yeah, we can put the kids to sleep <laughs> on the record player. and People are like, what are you talking about? That's when there was like what eight people running, ten people yeah, running. There was a ton. And then when it got down to the two of them, he yeah. took some. He took some uh, some uppers, and he was on point. Was he like got, he got into Trump's uh, Sudafed collection, dude. I love Trump that. does the same thing. You can tell oh, when yeah. he's when he's on on some. Uh, I I love that the some. Republican primary is basically just going
1: to be uh, auditioning for VP for Trump.
2: For sure. I hope. I hope we get a couple suicide bombers in there, like. Uh, Chris Christie has kind of talked about it. Yeah. Like no chance of winning, but someone needs to come in and just try to torpedo this dude. Yeah. If you had the money, which there's definitely money on on the right that does not want Trump in there. But guys, you built this monster and Mm -hmm. it's going to be really hard to take him down. Nikki Haley's firing back at him. But she sucks. No one no, no one gives I, a, Oh, I know. No one gives a shit what Nikki Haley has to say. No one gives a fuck what Mike Pence has to say. Yeah, he's no one gives a fuck what Vivank stinker. Ramaswamy or whatever the fuck his name is. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The only the only one
1: with any like real polling numbers besides Ron DeSantis is Nikki Haley.
2: She has she has polling numbers? She has
1: polling numbers. I don't know what they are. I don't care.
2: I'm really hoping for I'm
1: just regurgitating what I hear on Pac-Man.
2: <laughs> Pac-Man's uh that's pretty alright. It's just the David Pacman show, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and he just he just reports the news. Honestly. I mean he gives his opinion here and there, but
2: for the most part he just He said some shit about Marion Wilson. Marianne Williamson that pissed me off. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I remember that.
2: Just like brushing her off. Like yeah. so you don't you don't care about democracy, right? He's like like so we just don't challenge we've we we do not do primaries anymore, bud? Like what are you talking about? <laughs> Like, you don't think that this... How old is Biden? 80-something? Too fucking old. Like You don't think he deserves a challenge, even though he's the sitting president? I think he probably deserves a challenge. I think it's worth... Absolutely. I think think it's worth it.
1: And then you got Ron DeSantis, who, has again, hasn't even announced. And Trump has already bought out attack ads on Fox. Did you see that? Oh, Oh, yeah, dude. He's
2: got so much money. He already has... He, he i think 300 million he raised in the first week or two of after the indictment after he announced oh after well, he, he, anou- announced. he 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 announced at a low point
1: he accrued even more when he, he when he was indicted i'm sure and it's so weird a billionaire keeps needing to ask for money
2: well the billionaire <laughs> thing has never been proven <laughs>
1: that's just something he says well even if he isn't a billionaire he still has a shitload of money why do you need to ask your
2: ask your cult? Well, that's the big thing that got me into politics in the first place was how much Bernie Sanders brought up the fact that the problem with politics is the money. Yeah. And there we go, full circle. We're right back to Yeah. That's what the problem is. Why the fuck do you need a billion dollars to run a presidential campaign? You don't that makes it sound like the only way to win is to buy it. And that's what kind of worried us worried us about, uh who was it,
1: Bloomberg when he entered the race. Yeah. Like he just literally just bought his ticket.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Cool. He was a piece of shit. Glad this is how it works. Yep. <laughs> yep. Can't uh, can't upturn the apple cart. Let one of these plebs in there, like Marion Williamson or Bernie Sanders. They are fucking ugly. <laughs> They're old. They're not in the club. I, I don't think Bernie's gonna try again.
1: And I think he's in a good position where he's at.
2: I think he's, he's useless. He's
1: chair chair of the budget committee, right?
2: He ain't doing shit. Get to
1: work, Bernie Sanders. I think he's doing he's doing stuff. I just don't. I don't know what any of
2: I haven't heard. He any. is physically doing things, but he is not getting yeah. bills passed. They're not. They're not doing. They, I they I, could I, get to. What work. have they voted on recently? Like I haven't seen any news Nothing. from the Senate. It's all been. They're the House. not doing any. It's all been. They're the House. just. They're just fucking around, man.
1: Like all all the. All the attention's on, like, McCarthy and all of them.
2: Like, I don't know what's going on. And the midterms are over. Yeah. And the election doesn't start till next year. Slow time. Yeah. You know, time when you could be getting shit done. But they don't. Because they're worthless. Yeah. Worthless. Probably about time to wrap this up, buddy. Probably. You got something to do. I've got... We got some things to do.
1: I got some groceries to pick up, so
2: groceries sound
1: I can, nice. I can, I can, I can wrap this up.
2: I need a snack. I need something. It's past my snack time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining and having this fantastic political discussion.
2: It was, dude. It was a roller coaster. <laughs> what do you say is an ADHD podcast?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it started out pretty ADHD, and then we we leveled out and stayed we pretty, dove in. Pre- stayed pretty strong on the. On the politics and I'm podcast or okay feed
2: political edition
1: hell yeah well thanks for joining do you have anything you want to plug
2: um, what's going
1: on in your world
2: uh, a lot of doom room stuff's coming up yeah um it's a five-year anniversary of the guac box 10-year anniversary of the doom room yes yes we're doing field day uh that announcement is coming up i believe tomorrow
1: i'm excited for that
2: yes so depending on when this uh hits the airwaves we might have field day announced and then we're talking about the 10 year show in September bought a fest two. Nice.
1: Um, that's, that's exciting.
2: There, it, there's still the pipe dream that that 10 year show will be at the doom room. And what that is, is yet to be seen, but that's the pipe dream right now. And it is what April? <laughs> yeah. I've got five months to make it happen. I, I just wish you would buy Phillies. Yeah. I'd love to buy <laughs> Phillies. Keep thinking about what is where that uh right across the street. Really Brothers. Really Brothers. And the, the Deuce.
1: The Deuce. The deuce in the Midwest Media Center. Is that what it is now? Uh, no, that's what it was okay. at one point. It was just like a warehouse right behind Really Brothers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, I'm going to do a, because I think, so April, I think 27th. April 27th, 2013 was the first Doom Room show. Yeah. So we're going to. I'm gonna la- officially launch the Patreon that I have up for it. Try to get some funds. Try to move into a space. That'd be cool. That's the next pipe dream. But my pipe dreams come true. Hell yeah, they do. They do.
1: I've always said it. If I ever like won the lottery, you're the first person I would invest in.
2: They do. We got ideas. So <laughs> I
1: know my... I know you can do something <laughs> with that money. And it'd be
2: legit. I do. I got ideas. <laughs> so that's all I have to plug. You got anything to plug? I- I don't. I mean, just. I've just been grinding at the grok box yeah, lately. We've yeah. been so busy. Our, we're we're probably we need to find a new spot. Really. Yeah, we can't keep up in that tiny little spot we got. So.
1: I mean, it's it's on campus, but like I wish. I mean, which is probably dead half the year.
2: Campus is. We need to stay on campus. Yeah. We make good money on but campus.
1: Y- so you're you're thinking like a second location.
2: I think we want to find. We've got some. Because you got all these high rises that have retail space in the bottom. Yeah, we've got a couple of people interested in getting us into a brand new. I, space. I would
1: love, I would love a guac box somewhere over on this side of town. Because my idea is that's I, what keeps me
2: from going there most of the time. So I got, uh, I'm working on a project. Uh, let's call it code name Guac and Rock. <laughs> um, and that that's kind of the idea is is if I did the venue on in lafayette on this side of town it could serve as a secondary rock box location that'd be cool
1: cool. i mean yeah just funnel money into yourself exactly it's it's foolproof
2: exactly (laughs) that's what that's always been the issue with the venues how do you make money every day of the week yeah food 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 Food. it's all coming together catering your own events it's dude it's almost like we've been working towards this for years right <laughs> almost like well,
1: hell yeah dude yeah i got nothing to plug i mean just pos the possibility of uh rank
2: all metallica coming back for a a bonus episode i'm excited i'm excited to do that i'm excited to do the bt bam one and i'm excited yeah. to i've got a couple i've got a couple of podcast ideas i want i want the happy fun metal time thing to. yeah i think we should start doing some more content like a lot more content
1: i am i'm always down if i can find time mondays are usually my freest time metal mondays baby metal mondays Yep. i'm down
2: i like alliteration yeah (laughs) and i and i can i can do that remotely i can come here yeah i gotta get my stuff set up i actually just got an hdmi cord to fix my thing up because i ripped the hdmi out of my tv the other day solid so stupid (laughs) i was like why isn't this going why isn't this going Cause you ain't got no more cord, bro. You're just ripping it out. Like, right? oh cool. Neat.
1: Shit. <laughs> yeah. Pretty proud of that one. All right, guys. Uh thank you, Nick, for being such an awesome guest over yes. all these years.
2: I know. We've been we've been doing this for a hot minute. Six years this year. With some with some, as we discussed in the beginning, some hiatuses. Yes. But we're stronger than ever.
1: Yeah, it's not up, more organized up on than ever. Six years of podcastrophe—that's so, nuts. I'll have, to, I'll have to do something big for that. But uh, in the meantime, you can check us out on Anchor.fm, which is, I guess is now changed to uh, Spotify for podcasters. Hmm. Um, you can just, of course, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Radio. I think I don't know. I don't, I can't remember what all we're on, but. I'm sure if you uh, give us a good
2: search. If you're listening to us right now, you figured it out. Yeah, honestly.
1: <laughs> to be, yeah, you got it. You got it. So, uh, if that is all, that is all. Thank you guys for listening. And please subscribe and check out more. I've been Dick. I've been Nick. And uh, please make every day a big dick day. Oh, yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs>